0: Greetings aliens it is me your one and only host Miss Ella Sanchez of the Nadia Pregunto podcast because truly nobody asked for this podcast whatsoever but I'm having a blast and I hope you are too. Wow guys I'm gonna just start with a preface very important before I even get into anything today. Um, my laptop my actual one i usually use is out of service right now so i'm using my old laptop from my catholic high school shout out to the catholic high school i went to they let me keep my terrible laptop though every other grade got a really oh my god i sound terrible when i say this i already know how that sounds but regardless i did have a backup luckily so i'm using that so if audio i already tested out the audio before i even recorded this today I just want to let y'all know if it sounds off for any reason that's literally why I'm using the same mic just a different laptop not even a mac so bear with me but hi welcome if you're new here I didn't mean to spring that on you or sprung spring that on you yeah um love grammar and All I wanna say is that, hi, you have a lot of work to do. There's a lot of episodes you can listen to and you're bound to find something you like. If you don't, I know you're lying. And two, if you're returning, hi, babe, how are you? I hope that you got that internship because I know I'm manifesting, I get this one I really want. And two, um i hope that you got that job interview i hope that you got that position i hope that you got into that school you wanted i hope that you're close to graduating college because i wish i could relate but then again i don't know if i want to anyways anywho um enough of me rambling honestly you read the title i don't know how long this episode episode is going to be but um my notes are very very small not even a page so we're just gonna dive in so without further ado i will see you on the other side my friends and we're back my fellow aliens hi also a couple more things that i didn't actually add in the intro that i just noticed as i was editing right now um if you hear like a little a little like a that's my laptop that i'm using right now if you haven't heard yeah my other computer's in the shop right now she's getting repaired unfortunately that takes three to five business days i don't know why i don't understand apple sometimes um so yeah if you hear that like bing sound in the background that's what it is and two this computer is a touch screen and for some reason there's this glitch in the like touch screen part that like anything like i'm not even touching it and it just like starts pressing buttons on the screen itself so who knows if this is even gonna get uploaded um but anyways enough of me talking about my computer problems um we, we have a solution babe let's work with it you know work with work with what we have you know um, but you read today's title. Honestly, I am so tired you guys. I, I am very tired. So I don't even know how long this is gonna be, let alone do I want it to be super long. I feel like this is kind of like an obvious topic that I feel like has been on my mind lately a lot and I always like to start my episodes with an inspiration. But um, my inspiration for today's episode is just being a general Zer in this digital age, in this life. I'm not gonna lie, I am kind of sick of it. But at the same time, it's like, what else am I going to do, you know? Um, probably read a book, like normal people. I can't do it. I don't know why. Um, and also, very important. Um, this YouTuber I did mention in a prior video, or a prior uh, episode, um, Shan Spear. I did not know that they went by they, so I apologize if y'all watch them, and I just didn't know. Because the thing is, though, is that I just ran into their YouTube channel like on my recommended page, like I didn't even see any of their background, let alone anything else. So I did not know that their pronouns were they, them. So to reiterate, um, in one of my uh, previous episodes, I'm not sure off the top of my dome and head right now which one it was. Oh, wait, no, I'm kidding, I do. It was um, the Flaws of the High Value Woman and uh, along that line of title. Um, where I mentioned the video and pretty much a video essay written by Spear themselves talking about just like where it stems from the topic of, you know, the, you know, pedophilia. That one. I'm, I'm not gonna go into further detail about that. No one deserves to know about that. It's just not necessary. I don't feel comfortable talking about it. Um But yeah, they touched on those topics, and I wanted to take some inspo from them at the time, and I'm reintroducing them today. I will be linking the video I did watch with even further details about the digital footprint, the digital reliance that we have, which is henceforth why this episode is titled The Digital Reliance. Um, I honestly love that title. I came up with that myself, so proud of me, pat on the back for me but their video was really inspirational and just like really eye-opening because it's just like how attached we are as a society to our technology and computers and our phones more than anything in the world i feel like our phones are way more heavy and easier access to the world around us and i feel like this is like all this is like episode is going to be all obvious things all obvious feelings that we have um but i will say it's been on my mind for quite some time this week And I just feel like, honestly, I'm not proud as a society of how we've become so reliant. But then again, it's like they made this on purpose for you to be dependent. It's funny because I haven't even had my melatonin yet, y'all. That's how you know I'm tired. Um, But regardless, I will be linking that information and their video in the... Um, links and description and everything so you can definitely check out that video for further details and further research and further citations and sources and everything Um, unlike me (laughs) but anyways my friends um there really is no set agenda for today's episode truly and i feel like i'm just gonna dive right in and just take some bullet points that i recall from shan spears um YouTube video that I will be linking, as you know. Um, But they go into detail about the three key points of why we're so addicted to technology, our phones, reliant on them more than anything, and just, like, needing them in some sense. And it all comes down to the three Ps. Which is the personal gain, the profitable gain, and the political gain. Now, can these all be used interchangeably? Absolutely absolutely y'all like when i was watching their video essay on just like the reliance that we have on technology and our phones it was just so interesting because it was like all of them were connected in some way like the profitable obviously you're going to get targeted ads for things you might like or things you will like and then you start shopping and you start engaging with that and then you're going to get more targeted ads for things you do want for example I'm getting a lot of targeted ads right now for modeling calls, um, internships, and UX and UI designing right now because those are the three things I've been looking up the most right now. And also I'm enrolled in some courses regarding that information. So it's like kind of like there in my face on purpose. And I do have a lot of tabs open on my phone right now since I don't have a laptop at the moment. (laughs) Um, In regards to those things like things that are personal to my career profitable if i were to apply for these said job listings internships courses and or calls of any kind and it's political in some capacity i don't know i don't really understand politics i'm not gonna lie to y'all i really wish i didn't have to care about politics but i unfortunately do and so and reflecting on that I feel like it's fair to say that we are all addicted to some form of technology and before you say you're not I know you're lying (laughs) I know you're lying just because it may not be your phone your laptop your iPad but it is your little kindle reader yeah that's also considered some form of technology okay let's not lie Netflix some form of some form of technology your xbox your ps4 your ps5 yeah yeah sit down it's a form of technology that you're probably addicted to and i cannot lie to y'all i'm worried like i really am and i'm not proud i'm not i'm here to tell y'all i am not proud Yeah, I don't know what it is today. There's probably melatonin already in me and I just didn't even take it. I don't understand. But anyways, I think that the relationship between humans and technology is not really our fault. I feel like the profitable aspect of technology is to design products and or apps and everything revolving technology to rely on something such as big companies and big apps and big successful businesses and all that such as amazon amazon's a really prime example do you all know that amazon owns like half the world yeah just letting y'all know that (laughs) like amazon owns like half the world i i i can assure you that like the relationship between humans and technology is straight up not our fault and the dependence that we have on it because these companies make it so that you are reliant on them that you are leaning towards their businesses that you are seeking what you're looking for through them only and we'll show you probably the lesser examples and the lower other websites at the bottom of the page of like the last page on google searches and i promise y'all that's not your fault amazon's a really big prime example that they make you rely on them do you know how many times i've looked For, like, basic necessities that aren't, like, you know, kitchenware or anything along those lines. Just simple, everyday things. And every time I go to look. Actually, you know what? A great example. Let me give you an example that I know you guys didn't ask for. For Christmas one year, I wanted to get my mom, like, um, a nice new china set and i was willing to drop some money on it i know china's not cheap obviously but i had some money at the time and i wanted to get my mom something nice duh i'm a good daughter anyways um and my mom has been using the same like china set since she literally immigrated from peru so like i wanted to get her something new because she uses them every day so i was like well she always uses the same sets every single day and i can see that the paint is kind of wearing off because girl It's been here since, like, the 80s, okay? Like, that woman has had the same China set since, like, the 80s, okay? I felt like it was time, like, to get her a new set. So, I was looking, and I cannot tell you how many China sets I found on Amazon. And only Amazon. I checked everywhere else. All the links that came up were Amazon links for China sets. Everything else, if I wanted to check a listing of you know, China sets were all terrible. The ones that weren't on Amazon, they were all like one set. It was like maybe like one cup, no, two cups and like the little plate. That was it. That was so minor. I was like, no. And did I end up getting her China set on Amazon? Yeah, because there was nothing else. All the terrible options were one, too pricey and totally out of my price range. And two were really out of the price range for what you're getting. And three just didn't exist. I was looking for something like specific, and I know that China sets are hard to get in specifics, but girl, if you're gonna get me like a whole two-piece set, and that's all you're working with? Nah. Or, also another problem that I ran into, it was in real China. So in other words, Amazon was pretty much forcing down my throat, like making me dick ride them so I could buy some of their shit, and actually, you know what, I ended up doing it. And honestly, my mom likes them anyways, but it was really stressful i was like spending like days trying to find one i was like i don't want to get on fucking amazon christmas shopping is not about amazon right now i do not want to get my christmas presents on amazon that was like my big to do for like my last year or the year before that christmas i was like no amazon presents. and what happened i could only find stuff on amazon It was so aggravating, you guys. This is, like, exactly why the digital reliance is fucking horrible for us Gen Z and older and younger millennials. Especially, also, I feel like we deny the fact of talking about the digital reliance when it comes to careers and jobs and the necessity that people see. So, my relationship with social media, I've been on it since I was 11. I know that's very bad. I'm very well aware. And trust me, I have done better than I kind of have in the past i used to be on twitter every single day for hours on end. um high school was kind of where i stopped because i was in the middle of like literally finishing high school i didn't have time to be talking shit and doing shits and giggles when i was literally about to graduate and go to college so i couldn't really do that then i came back and then i was going through hell in college because it was really hard in community college and uh here we are now with more free time and more time to make my brand on twitter now i have been very on and off with it and well not twitter in particular just social media as a whole i personally don't like instagram me personally not like instagram now everybody hates instagram right now all my homies hate instagram present day i'm talking like way back when like i wasn't really crazy about it i never really saw the point of it then i started seeing people like creators that were using instagram like like ironically and i only follow people like that i just don't like people that are like you know super preppy i know that's kind of negative to say but like i just why can't you just be a positive person in real life why do you have to make your entire brand on instagram like your entire positivity babe i don't care if you've had like three kids already i don't care if it was the best experience of your life i would recommend that as like on- i would rate that as like a zero out of like five to be honest that sounds like hell and all those tuitions girl ba- bye um i just don't like instagram pages that are super positive i feel like vulnerability and honesty to an extent is really nice but I also feel like people are too honest on social media sometimes me and particular, I don't really care about that stuff and personally I don't really see myself going into a field of career that cares that much about what I post on social media that's just my personal thing and I also if I did aim for a career like being a lawyer and or a doctor I wouldn't have chosen any social media in the way I tweet and go on Instagram at all I wouldn't even really consider that because I know I was like, oh, well, I'm too busy being a doctor or studying to be a doctor or studying to be a lawyer and stuff like that. And the career choices that I want um, or are interested in don't really care what you post on social media. So that's kind of like a good thing for me. I don't really see myself caring ever about what I post on social media, to be honest with you. My parents are pretty much chill. um, So I don't really care. (laughs) Like, I just, I'm just having a blast. but in regards to digital footprints and digital reliance, um, I feel like the relationship with social media really varies by person, especially in a work setting. There are some and a lot of jobs now have been created through social media and your entire job is being on social media, especially if you're like an intern and or a you know, uh, account coordinator or a social media manager or anything along those lines you're pretty much on your laptop and phone, like, 365 days a, well, excuse me, 365 days a year, 24 hours, seven days a week, like, there's just no limit and or end, if that makes sense, I feel like there's, like, too much free reign, but also, when is it free reign for, you know, what's my call shit, what should we call it, um, free reign for personal, time on social media like me today um I on Saturdays I have my heaviest days of you know exercise I'm working out um I dance back to back from 7 a.m to 12 um I'm really tired after that but also I set my screen time on my phone to um I on weekdays I set it for 9 30 p.m to like not get any texts and calls or anything like that on screen time or should I say downtime and at 12 p.m the next day is when I can actually check my phone however um, before my computer went into the shop I would use my laptop to see if like to actually check any emails and or messages after I work out I primarily do it for working out I don't really like to be on my phone before I start my workout then after my workout I can just like de-thaw. I'm like, okay, I already got my adrenaline rush, my dopamine's doing great. I can check the world now. That's personally my reasoning for it. And then Saturdays, um, since I finish dance at like twelve PM and my screen time unlocks at twelve PM, I just don't really see the point in checking my phone prior to that. Um and I also do not have you know, I also do have do not disturb on at twenty four seven. So it's like a double homicide for real. It's like My Do Not Disturb is on, and you can't even reach me because my screen time is until 12 p.m., so really a double homicide. (laughs) Love that for me, honestly, but I do have my watch so I can, like, check if there's, like, an emergency. So I have a method, okay? I have a method, and I know you didn't ask, but my thing is, though, is that Today, for example, since my screen time unlocked, or my downtime unlocked at 12 p.m., and I finished right at 12 p.m. after class today, after the studio, if you will, I was addicted to my phone the rest of the day. My screen time right now on Saturday of July 30th is at like eight hours. I'm very disappointed in myself, I'm not gonna lie. And my relationship with social media and... Oh no, and or before the pen, I know, very early pandemic days. I'm talking like March 2020, okay? Super early pandemic days, maybe latest April 2020, when the pandemic first started hitting. It was like we were locked indoors and whatnot. And so, my down, no, my screen time actually was way less because i kind of just made a you know pact to myself i was like okay we're going through a really hard time i don't really want to see the news right now i don't want to hear people talking about fucking coronavirus covid19 like i am literally so sick of hearing the words rona coronavirus covid19 i am sick and to this day i still am okay it was annoying then it was annoying now and i know it's just the way life is but i can tell y'all and i know you guys are lying and if you're gonna try and pinpoint me as the villain oh okay it's like a big pandemic i know I know it is, but let's not talk about it every five minutes, okay? Let's not. I'm sick of it. And I feel like we've all lived and grown to, you know, adapt to our environment that is COVID-19 pandemic. I feel like we've all adapted to it somehow, some way. It's like inevitable. Humans are meant to adapt to the environment they're given. And I honestly found more peace and just not having to check my phone during the early pandemic days because i didn't want to see the news i don't need to know how bad it is i don't need to know every 5 minutes how bad it is if they said we're in a lockdown and the whole world is on a lockdown bitch i don't need to know what's going on in the world right now i already know what's going on in the world right now we're all living it at the same time in different places of the world just in different time zones I don't need to check my phone to reiterate and reemphasize what that looks like. So I wasn't on my phone in the early pandemic days because it's like, what's the point? No one's going to text me. No one's going to call me. Um, My friends, I can't even see them. We're not making plans. I'm not making plans with anyone right now. So why would I check my phone? Exactly. And those were the days, man. I really miss early pandemic days because I was getting paid by via unemployment, just sitting on my ass, existing. And not only that. I was away from my phone and I could focus on, you know, manifestations. I can focus on, you know, meditations, which I did. I learned to meditate during the pandemic and it was everything and I would like to get back into it. But my point is that the digital reliance of dependency on technology is alarming because this would never happen to me general, like in general. I've never had a a screen time of like 11 hours before until like last year it's bad like I'm not proud of that and it's really really sad to think about it's like we do it for so many reasons personal gain and for you know and in that time being you know trying like taking time in your day to look at stuff on the internet is a personal you know preference you are allowed to do that that's what you know free will is but it also becomes a profit because all these companies see you as just a marketing ploy a marketing little strategist they just want your money babe they just want your money on time and they will do whatever it takes and they have and they will keep using set methods to get you to do what they want without even you even knowing inadvertently and i am worried i'm not gonna lie and my screen time today was eight hours I'm very ashamed of that. And also because I don't have my laptop, usually I kind of switch between the two. I usually just like charge my phone, but I use my laptop more. And yo, when I found out that Apple instilled a fucking screen time on the Apple Mac, babe, listen, the day I found that feature was the day I was toast. I was like, fuck. I was so mad, yo. I was so disappointed. I was like, are you kidding me? Are you joking? You mean to tell me that if I even want to put down my phone, I'm being tracked on my laptop too? Yo, my laptop screen time, I can assure you, is like 18 hours, like 20 hours. I'm I prefer my laptop over my phone because it just it feels more handy to me, I don't know. I feel like when I FaceTime someone on my on my like on my laptop, it's easier for me because I'm like in one place with everything I need. I have my water, my phone, like uh, or no, I have my water, I have a drink, like, I have all of the things around me that I need. Like, I just don't really see the point in, like, using my phone for FaceTime unless I'm, like, out and about in a concert or something like that. So, uh, the day Apple instilled screen time on the Mac was, like, the worst day I ever, like, lived. I was like, well, today is the day I end myself because that's unfair. And also, let's talk about the downtime application from Apple. They did this shit on purpose, yo. I know this was some sort of thing to have the personal, the profitable, and the political all come together in one. It's like quite literally the creation of all three, the trifecta, like the trifecta, if you will, of getting to have people rely on their technology, but also see how guilty it makes them feel after being on their computer and phone for set amount of hours and time then making it political after that like trying to see how they can work that in as well it's beyond alarming to me and I remember at one point my sister was on my on her phone, way more than i was and i just i remember i would delete instagram and i still do this method where on instagram i delete the app and i only download it when i want to post something and then after i post it i just delete it i can always check instagram on my laptop that's just like my personal preference i prefer to do things on my laptop primarily it just works better for me i'm not really an iphone kind of gal i don't like to have everything at my fingertips to me that gives me anxiety i just don't like it i just don't like having the access i don't like being accessed that easily to be honest like that's just personal preference i don't like people hitting me up that easily that accessibility i just i don't like it personally it's just me i know you didn't ask i know you don't i know that doesn't probably make any sense But yeah, I don't like that. And especially if I have to send a risky email, like a really important email. I don't want to have the email right sitting on my phone at my fingertips. I don't want that for me. No. That's like so invasive. It's like literally like someone bullying you on your own phone. Hell no. No. Absolutely not. Oh, No, 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 ma'am. And so it brings me to my point of the work... Oh, and school. Let's not deny that. Me, personally, I am very fortunate to be able to go to school online in a different state. Um, Also very stressful, but it's not really that big of a deal because when I chose an easy major, y'all shouldn't learn that because I hear you guys talking about how much you hate your majors and I'm like, babe, why did you pick it then? Why did you pick the hardest major? Exactly. Don't come crying. So... (laughs) I chose an EG major, and I'm literally in a different state. What are they gonna do? No, I'm totally kidding. I'm lying. Um, I'm for legal reasons. I'm joking. At my university, I don't have it listed anywhere, and I'm not telling y'all where I go. And um, regardless, though, um, I have the privilege of doing it in the comfort of my own home. I know a lot of people cannot say the same, and I know a lot of people that are. You know trying to get into universities and or just trying to level up in their degrees i know how hard it is um but i'm very fortunate to even be able to do it in the comfort of my own home at whenever time i need to and whatever time is necessary and required and asked of me um but it does take a toll on me when i am pretty much on my laptop a solid amount of time you know it's like really stressful and I feel like I've noticed that, like, if you're an Apple user, like, literally everyone in the world, um, I feel like I find it easier to do some things on your phone rather than your laptop and vice versa. So, like, if I need to, like, check what assignments I need to do on Canvas, I literally just open my phone and it has my to-do list and it has everything listed for me. When I go on my Canvas on my laptop, it doesn't even show me that to-do list. Or, like, it does, but it's, like, super messy. I don't know, like, the formatting of it, but no, on the phone it looks so much better. I don't know. Don't ask me. It just works better on my phone. So I like look at it as a to-do list, obviously. And then I do it on my laptop and I have to look back and be like, oh, I have to do this now. It's like very, very unnecessary yet. I have to do it. It's very weird. But that also builds hours on, you know, your phone and your laptop and whatever device you're using to do set tasks for work, for school, for anything like that. Especially if you do work and school online, girl, you're... (laughs) Your screen time's about to be like 3,000 like 3, hours. <laughs> and they do this on purpose. They do this on purpose. They want you to feel shitty about how much hours you spend on your phone and devices of all, of all kinds. And then you feel shitty about it. And then the second you leave your phone to charge in another room to update the software or whatever, you become antsy because you don't know what else to do. And this isn't our fault it really isn't the way technology has been molded to have us rely on it in 100% dependency is quite literally frightening and i feel like no one discusses how serious that is do you ever have those moments where like you're grabbing the remote on your phone no the remote wow the remote on your tv and you do like a little like hand like finger thing where you like swipe up swipe down like you swipe, you don't even like press. You straight up just swipe because you're so fucking used to having to swipe everything. And so it alarms me. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I am worried and I'm not proud of how many hours I've spent on my phone today and or the past week. I feel like, honestly, I'm just ashamed. I'm not proud of this. It's not good to rely on something so tiny like a phone or something as important as your laptop, even though you might need it for work. If you're relying on it for work reasons, I'm not gonna judge you for that because honestly, that's totally understandable. But if you're doing it for fun, you're not really doing like, cause I feel like no one really talks about what it is that you consume on said social media and or on your devices because you can spend hours and hours and hours a day, every single day for the rest of your life being extremely online and being online as a whole For so many hours of your day but the real question is though is not only is that harmful to be that dependent on technology but not only that it's also very harmful depending on what you're in taking because i remember in the video with shansphere they stated how one source said that you are reading something on your phone but you don't take any any of it in at all and i cannot tell you how more how accurate that is because that's A universal experience for so many people. I feel like that's also me when I regularly read and I don't. Like when I open a book, it takes me forever to understand one word. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I have the attention span of a squirrel and I have Vine to blame for that. I feel like my lack of attention span has stemmed from my time on Vine and here's why. Vine was an era, a moment, a short-lived moment, but a moment nonetheless. And Vine really was just that girl. She was there before TikTok. She she was the moment. She still is the moment. And so, everyone knows. If you know, you know, obviously. But if you don't, if you've been living under a rock in the past, like, year of your life at some point in the early... Or no, when was Vine? I think Vine was, like, 2013, I want to say. But then I could totally be wrong. Like 2000, Like, early 2010s, I want to say. Vine was, like the best thing that ever happened to, like, social... No, I think 2015. Just kidding. 2015. I want to say that's a solid answer. As Silly Vine. There's obviously a more accurate date online of, like, when it was founded and created and everything. And by whom. But my point still stands is that you had six seconds to catch someone's attention. Six seconds, bro. Do you not realize how much damage that has done to my attention span? Dude, When Vine ended, I couldn't even watch a video that was 11 minutes. I still can't, you guys, I still can't. I can do a little bit tolerable when it's like more conversational videos. I feel like if it's like a 40 minute video, but it's like conversational the whole time, I will most likely be okay with it. But any presentation and or TED talk or presentation as a whole on YouTube, anything longer than 10 minutes but it's like not conversational and or not engaging I just want to poke my eyes out horrible do not recommend and so my point is that ever since vine I feel like my attention span has only gotten worse like I'm talking like tremendously worse like astronomically worse and like now I have More patience for things like more patience for other videos that are like 10 minutes and above. But when it comes to TikToks, bro, I promise y'all, I was so so down and against like a minute long TikTok. I can't even lie to you guys if the minute long TikTok isn't engaging the whole full 60 seconds, I cannot tell you how much I'm not going to be interested. I just can't do it. And you know who we can thank for that? The creator of Vine. Genius idea, by the way. Genius idea that you have only six seconds to catch someone's attention. Yeah, that's a pretty good concept and never done before. But that's also pretty stressful on the creators doing this and doing these said Vines. But also, not only that, Vines being six seconds and relying on technology the whole rise of social media influencers truly began with vine whether you want to accept it or not youtube and vine ended up becoming one i don't really agree with that because some viners did become youtubers and they actually were very successful at it and some of them (laughs) jake paul um didn't like they were successful but they're not entertaining i'm sorry you guys it's just the truth um but very like two examples of very successful youtubers were uh, cody ko and noelle miller from vine originally and they were really great together as a duo still are long live tiny meat gang honestly never forget um but regardless though um i feel like youtube and vine really went interchangeably together as one when Vine ended and every Viner went on YouTube and stuff like that. And I feel like that was when YouTubers started to emerge and really fully develop the, you know, social media influencer, you know, lifestyle and concept. At first it was Viners, at first. And I know that YouTubers existed prior to Viners way before but they were bullied for it they were ridiculed for it they were literally torn apart torn apart for having a youtube channel during the early 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 2000s or no late 2000s early 2010s um of youtube like, OG YouTubers. They were bullied, ridiculed, like, I'm talking, like, shredded into pieces, yo. If you know, you know. But my point still stands is that the original, like, the more accepted, quote, accepted version of social media influencer and concept was truly YouTubers after the Vine era. It's, I said it, okay? Let me pop this melatonin, y'all. Because I feel like people fail to see that. I remember vividly, vividly when Vine was ending and like about to be taken off the app store. I vividly remember the Viners that I did follow at the time talking about like, okay, so here's my new YouTube channel. Like, it was like as if it was yesterday. It was as if it was yesterday, for real. It was like it was yesterday. It's crazy to me. So. Relying digitally on the world around us, like digital nomads, if you will. I find it to be quite alarming. I can't lie to you. like I'm very worried. And I'm not proud of the actions that I've made through social media, like usage. It's just not right. And not only is being online super bad for you, it just depends on the consumption of what you're reading, watching, and or engaging in. Because look, I love a good shit show, you know video on youtube as much as the next girl right but i do have to have some sort of like you know actual interest and way to grow myself as an individual in my watch list in my history in my favorites in my saved playlists and this goes for every platform like i'm talking music i'm talking videos i'm talking forms of entertainment learning and stuff like that if you're really on tiktok all day listen i am going to judge you for that and here's why i am a general Zer as well If you're a general Zer that's spending the majority of your day on TikTok, I'm very worried for you. And here's why. Not only is it an abyss of videos, okay, as someone that used to have the app downloaded like 24-7, right, I would spend hours on it to the point where I was going to bed at 2 2 a.m., which, by the way, I never do. I don't like to do that, I have never in my life enjoyed going to bed at 1am, 2am, because I know how I'm going to feel the next fucking morning, I know how I'm going to feel, I fucking hate that feeling, I feel like groggy, I feel my eye bags are terrible, like I feel really terrible, and so why would I do something if I know the consequences of my own actions essentially, (laughs) and so the latest I can do really is like 12am, and even then I'm still exhausted, And so, seeing that, and being on Vine, and going to bed at 2am, bro, which is something I haven't done since, like, I was, like, maybe six, or, like, nine, when I was out with my primos, we were out in all hours of the night, yeah, I haven't done that since I was, like, you know, a child, essentially, and I'm 23, okay, I don't have time to be talking about, like, oh, I want to party all night, nor, nor sit down. I'm not doing that shit. And so, I absolutely hate it. I'm not a fan. It's not for me. I feel like it's terrible. And so, my point is still that I am worried. (laughs) I am truly worried for the life that we lead. But then again, Gen Z, we kind of do whatever we want to um i'm really worried for our screen time (laughs) really worried for our screen time but i think that's really it that i all have to say i don't i don't really have anything else to say you guys i i just kind of felt like getting that out and i'm glad that you shared it with me if you didn't you're you should um but anyways my friends um i lost my train of thought i'm very tired um And I'm gonna go to bed now. So without further ado, thank you all so much for listening. If you listened all the way through, um, I love you guys and my fellow aliens. Just please stay safe out there. The world is a scary place. The world is unpredictable. um Do whatever you need to do to feel safe and or take proper precautions regarding to everything going on uh, health wise, monkeypox, COVID, all of that. So do whatever you feel is necessary to take care of yourselves and the ones around you, your friends, your family, all that jazz. But um, hopefully I will return next next week with a freshly new battery on my computer. And I don't have to worry about recording too much right now. But anyways, I will see you guys on the other side. And please take care. Have a good night wherever you are in the world. Have a good evening, night, morning, afternoon, etc. But anyways, bye!